You don't need special gadgets to be a hero. With unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere, the Capital One Quicksilver card makes you the hero of every purchase. Whether it's headphones, a lounge chair, or even a well-deserved massage, whatever the Quicksilver purchase, you're the hero. No fighting bad guys, getting in epic car chases, or parachuting out of buildings required. Simple, isn't it? The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and Jerry's here, too, and this is Short Stuff. Do you like paprika? I, I don't think I've ever tasted paprika enough to determine whether I like it or not. <laughs> really? All right. That I surprises mean, me. I've had goulash, I, I guess. I've eaten Hungarian food, so I'm sure I have, but I've never been like, well, yeah. I love paprika. You know? <laughs> well, I love pap- paprika. I love smoked paprika specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this show is about paprika. Uh, and you mentioned Hungary, and we'll, we'll get to why Hungary is known for paprika in a second. But uh, it's actually the Hungarian word for pepper. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is from the – and by the way, thanks to Patty Rasmussen at How Stuff Works for this. Yeah. Uh, but it comes from cap- the capsicum anum variety from the longum family. And it's a it's a pepper. It's a long, bright red – Pepper and the flavor can be super hot, or not that hot, but hottish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be sweet. It can be smoky if it is indeed, you know, smoked over a fire. Uh, and a lot of the paprika you'll see. This is what you see if you see the uh, the orangey red sprinkles on a deviled egg. That's paprika. Yes, for sure. Uh, it's huge in Central Europe, but Hungary is like you know the the you know Studio Fifty Four of the paprika world. <laughs> But it's also big in Spain and Portugal as well. And since you like it smoked, you would like the Spanish and Portuguese uh, paprika because they take for granted that paprika smoked so much so that a woman named Nancy Waldeck, who's a chef and cookbook author that uh, How Stuff Works interviewed for this, says that, like, they don't even put it smoked on the label. It's You just know it's smoked, basically. Yeah, that's how smoked it is. It's so smoked. <laughs> uh, the reason that Hungary is known for it is because they really adopted it. Um, it's not native to there, which is really surprising to me. Um, it's actually native um, where you think it would be is Mexico and Central America. But it found its way to Hungary through the Balkans, apparently. Mm-hmm. And it grew really, really well there in abundance. And so it became sort of the national spice because it was so abundant. There was It obviously made it less expensive because there was so much of it. And at a time when spices were... Uh, sometimes reserved for people that had uh, more wealth, mm-hmm. um, you could get paprika even if you didn't have a lot of money. And so Hungary said, we are going to ba- base everything we make almost off this stuff. Yeah, what, what's funny, though, is like that the um, that Nancy Waldeck points out that still, it's even if you go to Hungary, it's basically paprikash and goulash or paprikash and goulash are the two main dishes that paprika is used in. Although in the countryside, they'll use it in like mushroom soup and some other stuff too. But it's still like the the two main dishes anyone thinks of for paprika outside of deviled eggs. Yeah. Uh, Emily went to Hungary this year. Oh, or yeah. Did she go to late, Budapest? Late last year. Yeah, she went to Budapest. Her friend was working over there. So she had a kind of a free place to stay mm-hmm. and she was up for an adventure. And I was like, go have your adventure. She said, I wasn't asking. And I said, <laughs> Fine, be that way. Go to Hungary. <laughs> right. uh, and she had a great time and had, had tons of paprika. It's one of the coolest um, towns I've ever been to. Yumi and I went for New Year's one year. It was awesome. 
Yeah, I've been there too. Uh, and our good friend Raymond, the puppeteer, is puppeting in Hungary right now. Oh man, that Budapest. is such a Raymond move. That's awesome. I yeah. hope. Or as Emily says, time. Budapest, because that's how you're supposed to. Say I it. wanted to, and I was like, Josh, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> just say Budapest. I came back from it saying that, and I got enough. Like, come on, that I'm just finally back to Budapest. All right, should we take a break? Yes. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Hey everybody, it's time to talk about Squarespace, and in particular, Squarespace's Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system only from Squarespace. It makes it easier than ever for anybody to unlock unbreakable creativity. That's right. That's because you start with a best-in-class website template, then you customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. You can stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Yep, you can use your site to easily sell custom merch through your online store. You can upload, organize, and access all your content from one place with your asset library. And those amazing website templates are all flexible with designs for every category and use case. That's right. So just go to squarespace.com stuff for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code stuff to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I'm still laughing from <laughs> one minute ago. Thank you. Two. I think we're at that two That was very now. funny. That was very funny. So, thank you. So, um, I, I love this article. It says, paprika pride runs high in Hungary. Again, remember, this is the national spice. And there's a paprika museum in the village of Roshki. Yeah. Um, and you can get, basically, if you go to Hungary, uh, Nancy Waldeck says, expect to see maybe 20 different kinds of paprika. Not brands, like varieties of paprika on the shelves in any given grocery store. Um, but despite there being so many, there's actually just four official grades, at least. There's plenty of different kinds, but there's grades as far as paprika is concerned. Um, there's special, gourmet, noble, and rose. And those don't really give you any kind of indication of what paprika you're getting at all. No. I think they just sort of break it up into how fine or coarse it is. And maybe whether it's sort of a milder one or a sweeter one or a hotter one. Yes. 
That's pretty much it. But so you've got special, which is very fine, sweet and mild. I think that's pretty much the paprika that you would get here in the United States or that people would put on like their deviled eggs. Yeah, it's, it's pretty mild. You don't want to blast people with the heat. So gourmet is slightly coarse. I've never had coarse paprika, have you? No. I'd be very interested. And it can be hot or mild. Noble is a coarse grind. Uh, so not even slightly coarse. This is coarse. It's just basically a lump of paprika, I guess. And it tends to be light red. I'm not sure what the taste can be. But then the rose is dark red, and that one can be very hot. So if you see a dark red paprika and it says rose on the label, be forewarned. Yeah, it's um, it's got kind of a bell pepper taste. Uh, it, it is like a chili pepper in that it can be hot, but it's not um, a substitute in a recipe necessarily for chili powder. Um, no, that's a but, good like, point. If you get a chili pepper powder, which is not chili powder, but if you get, let's say, like a chipotle powder or a, you know, any other specific pepper powder, mm-hmm. then the paprika may be kind of similar. But if you just get chili powder, and I'm not sure if a lot of people know this, there's a variety of chilies and cumin and garlic a lot of times in it. That's like a powdered mix. Yeah, it's like seasoned salt, basically, but the chili version of it. Sure. Chili powder is, right? <laughs> yeah. Paprika is paprika. You can't even really compare it to chipotle or anything like that. It is its own thing. And so the uh, How Stuff Works writers go to great pains to point out that if you have a recipe that calls for paprika, you have to use paprika for it. Don't don't try anything else. Don't try anything funny or the people from <laughs> How Stuff Works will come to your house and take all of your spices. Uh, and apparently it's the kind of spice you don't want to buy a ton of because it goes bad quicker than other spices because of these uh, natural oils. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to go bad sooner. So don't keep it near heat. Uh, keep it in a dark jar in a cool place. And if you go to use paprika, you don't use it much, and you go to use it like six months later, mm-hmm. and it and it is brown, then it's no longer paprika and don't use it. Right. Uh, but luckily it's so cheap you can just replace it pretty easily. It's not a big tragedy if it goes bad. That's um, right. The thing is, is it's such a such – a, in the United States especially, such an innocuous, overlooked spice that I, I think this should be one of those impetuses where people go out and buy paprika and then start looking for recipes to use it in. Just try something new. This is a great opportunity to do that, everybody. Totally. So you can try a paprika goulash, and then um, Nancy Waldeck says, try Romesco sauce, which is an old world sauce from Spain and Portugal. And we say, go forth, try something new. And uh, I think, Chuck, that means that short stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.